the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends, and again, Happy New Year and Happy Epiphany. On uh, this During this beautiful month, uh, we shall remind you that there is this beautiful poem from John Hopkins, Jr. in 1857, to which he put the music uh, that goes, We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts. We travel so far, field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. But we're not going to continue. We're going to tell you about this yonder star, the light of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, the light that shows his the royal beauty, the light that shows that he is a high priest and the light that shows that he is also um, not only the king, not only the priest, but he is also the sacrifice. And definitely we offer him in this holy month of January in his Feast of Epiphany um, the best gifts that we as human beings have. There is also the song, The Twelfth Day of Christmas, right? My true love gave to me. And definitely we have just finished those 12 days of Christmas um, now practically uh, this past Sunday. Um, you, know, you know, Christmas has 12 days. that They start from the Feast of Christmas on December 25th, and they go 12 days after Christmas. All of these are called Christmas days. And I have with me in the studio Gerard Abi Asaf, our Vice President from the Mission of Hope and Mercy. He will tell us a little bit about uh, the 12 days of Christmas. But um, we will, during this month as well, try to do interviews with the people to see how will the 12 month of 2022 go. So not only the 12 days of Christmas, we know how the 12 days of Christmas went. And if I remind you of it, it's actually crazy just to give you um, a thought how the 12 days of Christmas will go. Like, for instance, the Lord is born on the 25th, but then on the 26th, we celebrate the felicitation of the Virgin Mary and St. Joseph. We tell him, congratulations, the new baby is born, the Amanuel, the Lord Jesus Christ. Then we celebrate St. Stephen, the first martyr and the first deacon in the church, according to the Acts of the Apostles. 
Then on the 28th, we celebrate in the East the adoration of the Magi. And then we also celebrate the feast days of Santa Margaret and Santa Marina, um, who are martyrs, and Santa Pisidia. And then on the 29th, we celebrate the flight into Egypt, the massacre of the children of Bethlehem as well. Then definitely the Lord Joseph and uh, uh, Mary, they return from Egypt uh, into Nazareth after the death of Herod. And um, these only the few days after Christmas. See, it is busy, it's occupied. There's joyful occasions and there are sad occasions. But with all of this, the symbolism that stands behind this Christmas season is that it should actually impact our entire year. It's actually very nice if you come to think about it in a providential way. We conclude the year with the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ as a baby, but we live with him for 12 days of Christmas with many symbols of our faith, entering into the new year where the King, the Lord of Peace, is with us. And during these 12 days of Christmas, we also celebrate his Epiphany. Epiphany, Gerard, what's Epiphany? Epiphany is the uh, baptism of our Lord when St. John the Baptist basically uh, baptized Jesus Christ. And uh, in the Gospel, we read that the voice of the Father was heard from the heavens saying, This is my beloved Son to whom I am pleased. So and listen to him. And listen to him. So Epiphany also marks the beginning of the public ministry of Jesus. And uh, this is when his, uh, uh, his age is 30 years old. And he began his ministry to be proclaimed to the and then, world. And then the third meaning has to do with the three kings at Epiphany in the West. Obviously, the visit of the Magi when they came from the East following this yonder star, and which is the indicator of the birth of the king. There's a lot of meanings for um, the end of the year and the beginning of the year. If we are guided by the light... We spend an entire year to find the light. You know, it took probably the Magi a couple of years to find uh, where the king is being born. And then finally, at the end of the year, that star made it, or they made it, where that star stopped into Bethlehem. And then the new year began, the new time. That's why we call this is a 2022 Anno Domini, or Year of the Lord. With this, I want us to pray today with the psalm 28 my dear friends uh, i know you have brought to your children you have shared with the world we in the mission of hope and mercy have shared the food and gifts with over 8600 families um, throughout the entire year but at christmas namely we took around 4000 families that we gave them food and we took over probably 1,560 children to whom we gave Christmas, Christmas gifts. And we continue our work at the Mission of Hope and Mercy um, thanks to all of the contributors, the private contributors and foundations and uh, um, people of, of generous, generous, generous hearts. We really thank you. We have a lot to report on in um, these episodes during the month of January, and we shall ask you to continue supporting us, to continue raising funds. We are still looking for um, about 22,000 and the 22 subscribers. And what do we want from those 22,000 and 22 subscribers, um, Gerard, to do for the mission of Hope and Mercy? $50 a month will be able to feed the family for an entire month, provide milk for babies, and those are the populations of the uh, Christians in, in Lebanon in general. And uh, we have about uh, 500,000 uh, Christians we're trying to feed to keep alive. There's families. A, families, basically. So $50 a month 
would feed the entire population of Lebanon uh, for an entire year. So if we have 22,000 subscribers, we'll be able to... 22,022, to honor just the 2220. That's beautiful. Just like to to do the year, basically, correspondence um, for the Lord. And um, um, how about we pray now with all the listeners uh, receiving this new year? Many people are sick. Many people, unfortunately, have lost homes in the fires um, in the very beginning of this year um, in areas in Colorado, in the Boulder County, and all the surrounding areas. Our hearts go to them, really. And um, we want to tell you that um, do not be afraid. Um, nobody can live the sadness you are going through. Nobody can experience the brokenness that you probably are experiencing. But please have faith. Have hope, have love. And when we called to try to assist and to show aid from the mission of Hope and Mercy, we were told that already many, many, many beautiful people and many agencies, many non-for-profits, and many foundations have stepped forward, stepped in, and assisted along with the government work and the Red Cross, and um, they, they're helping people. Um, but, of course, we're keeping our eyes out there to see if there are any special and particular needs that we can assist with. We are happy to assist. Um, no Nobody should suffer what you suffered. But see, this is a word that we come from. Um, at least you had a warning for a couple hours that there could be a fire. But then somehow when war hits hard, when there is persecution that hits hard, when a bomb drops, when a suicide bombing happens, they don't give warning. The losses will not only be referring to the loss of the stones, as we say, or the loss of the wood or the loss of property, but the losses are losses of lives unfortunately and it seems that in this year 2022 the toil of persecution it seems is continuing to go many 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 places and areas in the world so let's bring all these sadnesses and let's put them in the light of the star of bethlehem let's bring all these issues all these um worries Many people are suffering anxiety. I could feel it from the beginning of the year, at least these thousands of families who suffered from this fire. Um, Their beginning of the year was anxious, I guess. Many of them most likely are experiencing either fear attacks or anxiety attacks or attachments or uh, detachments or suffering in their memories. But you know what? Again, as I say, remember, we bring you the Lord Jesus Christ. And please remember, he also had no end to be born in. And please remember, he also experienced having to be moved from his home. Um, first of all, before his birth, when his mother was pregnant um, with him, um, they had to go register in Bethlehem. And then in Bethlehem after his birth which he couldn't find a place to be born in he was born in a stable in a manger he ended up being born in a manger right and then after that um, the angel calls um, Joseph at night and he tells him Joseph got up and go where Gerard where did he send them to Egypt to Egypt and he told them there in Egypt you will be safe because Herod is seeking the life of that child and remember also that thousands of children in Bethlehem suffered a major massacre after the birth of the Lord so your stories are similar to stories of people of faith who are innocents as well as much as many of those who suffered all of them I do believe who suffered from this fire here in Colorado and many other places in natural disasters or caused by human hands. Unfortunately, um, 
all of these sufferings have been accounted for in a gospel. The Lord himself in particular, his holy family of Bethlehem in particular, or the family of Nazareth as well, and uh, definitely the infants of Bethlehem and uh, many of the martyrs in Christianity and many of innocent people who die from suicide bombing or from major attacks. And look now, this disease, this horrible virus uh, in the pandemic, uh, whether the vaccinated people or the unvaccinated people, both of them are being still attacked horrendously by this um, pandemic. I personally have suffered many losses um, in my neighbors, in my uh, um, child's friends back home in Lebanon as well as people as I know here. Every day almost I had to offer a holy mass for the rest of the soul of somebody who I knew and they were young and they died um, from this um, virus one way or the other. Um, unfortunately, many, many of them were vaccinated. It didn't really make uh, too much difference because it seems like the chronic illnesses are playing big part of, of uh, the way this COVID ends up affecting the human body. And uh, we, we want to pray and want to ask God to give us all healing and to hug us all, embrace us all. So with this, my friends. Let us pray um, with Psalm 28. If you have your Bibles, I really ask you, open your Bibles. If you have King James Version or if you have a Catholic Version or International Version, um, any version um, uh, goes very well. All of them have agreements on the words of God. Um, so Psalm 28. Psalm 28. And let us pray together. I hope you're ready. And again, this is Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre and with my guest here in the studio, Gerard uh, Abi Asaf, our Vice President at the Mission of Hope and Mercy. And now let us pray in the beginning of this year. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Give unto the Lord, O ye sons of God. Worship the Lord in his holy courts. Bring to the Lord, O ye children of God, bring to the Lord the offspring of rams. Bring to the Lord glory and honor. Bring to the Lord glory to his name. Adore ye the Lord in his holy court. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of majesty has thundered. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is in power. The voice of the Lord in magnificence. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yeah, the Lord shall break the cedars of Lebanon and shall reduce them to pieces as a calf of Lebanon, and as a beloved son of unicorns. The voice of the Lord divides the flame of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert, and the Lord shall shake the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord prepares the stags, and he will discover the thick woods, and in his temple, all shall speak his glory. <coughs> the Lord makes the flood to dwell, and the Lord shall sit king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and ever shall be, word without end. 
Amen. Good Holy Sunday morning, my friends. Again, we begin in this year wondering sometime what's going to happen during the year 2022. Well, first of all, remember the Lord tells us in the gospel that for every day is sufficient its own evil and somehow. So I know many of us, many, many people sometimes go to horoscopes, sometimes go to uh, um, probably psychics, I guess. Uh, sometimes people go to uh, magic. Sometimes people go to uh, um, foretellers or uh, what they call, pro- what might they call prophets, uh, people who are seers. Um, there are even programs, it seems, on social media that predict that show and somehow that they say um, what could happen in 2022. Well, we know what's going to happen in 2022. The same history always shall repeat itself. Joys shall continue to augment. Sadnesses will augment as well. Peace shall continue to be the objective of the people of goodwill. Evil people continue to do evil. Many will convert, of course. Natural disasters will happen, of course. Political um, problems and issues might continue. Division might continue. You know, rumors of some sort might continue. People can continue doing what they did before. But I would say, let's make the year 2022 the 12 months of 2022, like the 12 days of Christmas, and somehow make them good. Make them tell us something nice. We will have guests during the 2022 in January, at least um, now, telling us by analysis, by predictions or speculations. Um, take like this, this uh, future outlook, like, you know, standing um, on a seashore and trying to see or on a high mountain uh, or having a radar into 2022. Will fights continue? What's going to happen with the COVID? What's going to happen inside the church? What's going to happen in the fight against the climate, for instance? What's going to happen in elections around the world? What's going to happen in the Amazon and the rainforest? You know, uh, uh, the fires um, will continue or not continue. I heard some scary reports that fires on Earth are actually covering like a major part of our Earth, for instance. You know, what is going to continue in the persecution of Christians? Will Lebanon ever find the peace? Will the Middle East uh, settle? Will there be peace between Israel and the Arab world and Muslim world and the, the Palestinian-Israeli situation here um, in the U.S.? Uh, will there be healing in our land or the political um, system is going to keep dividing and and, uh, um, and somehow breaking the hearts of the people? And um, what's going to happen to the economy? You know, what's going to happen in Africa? What's going to happen in China, in Russia and Ukraine? Um, could there be a um, nuclear, uh, some type of a phase in which we might enter um, without knowing? You know, there are many issues um, that we need um, to to address. Terrorism in the world, Latin America, um, the danger post-COVID, what will happen to nations um, in the world, um, the opposition leaders in the world, uh, those unconventional or non-conventional armed groups. What are they going to do, um, you know, um, versus uh, the organized military forms of uh, nations? You know, um, many things we can um, wonder about and still think that all of it start here. Pray. Pray. Wish for the best. Every one of these um, events will be affected and might be converted to do peace if we pray. So... We have the 12 years of 
2022, the 12 month of 2022, but we also had the 12 days of Christmas. So, Gerard, if we were to go through a little bit, uh, what is the first day of Christmas? And who is, first of all, my true love brought to me? Who is the true love? So the true love is uh, represented by God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And this marks the first day of uh, Christmas. And the me uh, in the carol basically represents the individual uh, Christian that is called to remain faithful to, to the teachings of the church and of Jesus Christ. So this this is as far as for the first day. So um, the 12 days of Christmas, it's a beautiful song, obviously. Um, and um, many people repeated. When did it start? What does it mean? Has it been always a pretty song? When, when, when was the song created? You know, unfortunately, out of pain, uh, out of suffering and persecution, you always have... Uh, lack foods, of religious freedom, I guess. Lack of religious well. freedom. You have uh, some good things that also come from it, from the people that want to persist in their faith. So it was in the 16th century that the song was written. And it was in England, and during the time of the intense persecution uh, of Catholics, unfortunately. And it was it began when the uh, king of England uh, at the time uh, demanded the separation uh, from the church because Pope Clement VII refused to grant him an annulment. So and it was King Henry VIII, uh, in fact. So there was a lot of persecution against the Catholics in England at the time. So they came up with the carol. It was the monks, actually in order to teach people secretly the uh, doctrine of the Catholic faith. So they put it all in carols, and it was over 12 days. We're talking Christmas. about the actual song that everybody knows. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree, something like that, right? Yes. This is a song we're talking about. Exactly. And you're yeah. saying it has a symbolism and a history of madness, of sadness, of internal division between Christians and lack of religious freedom. It goes back to the time of Henry VIII and the popes in the Vatican, and the people paid the price it seems and uh, you know the beauty of this carol is that it's like a code that the mm -hmm. children uh, had to learn and it was a way to catechize the children in schools about their faith about the catholic faith so uh, the first day of christmas um, symbolized by the partridge in a pear tree so the true love is god the father and uh, so what is the partridge and a pear tree what does it refer to to the birth of jesus himself being we, we love partridges in lebanon partridge uh, we call them the hajal um, the, the the beautiful bird um, that and somehow uh, sits in a tree even though he has wings he can fly but he sits in a tree and has a beautiful voice, beautiful sound, and beautiful, beautiful colors on their wings as well, at least uh, the hajal or the partridge that we know in Lebanon, symbolizing the Virgin Mary um, uh, as a tree, basically, and the wood of the cross is also symbolized in this beautiful um, uh, pear tree, and uh, so it's a fruitful tree, and the partridge is the Lord being born, coming from the true love. The Messiah. The exactly. Messiah. So the partridge is a symbol of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And the pear tree is the cross upon which Jesus offered up the gift of his life for the salvation of the and world. And we sing this song at Christmas. But see, if you look deep in a symbol, you see that the symbol of redemption is all there. The sign of the suffering of the people, their desire to look for freedom and uh, to seek the right to worship God or to practice their own religion. We have to learn. And obviously, I hope after 500 years, we have learned something. We as evangelical people and Christians in general, with Catholics and Orthodox and Protestants and all these denominations, because today we discover do you know how many persecuted Christians there are in the world today, Gerard? About, there's about 250 million 
persecuted Christians currently in the world, and this number is increasing. And uh, in the last, I believe it was in the last 40 years that we had about half of this number. Yeah, in the last like four decades or five decades, like, my God, so my friends, all of us, but on the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves. And uh, the par- a partridge and a pear tree. So what are the two turtle doves? So the two turtle, turtle doves have actually two meanings. The first one is they represent the full, fully human and divine natures of Jesus Christ. And they also represent the Old and the New Testaments at the same time. See, you can, from these 12 days of Christmas, if every day you take an entire month, like take the first month, January, you know, the first month of um, 2022. Learn about the Lord Jesus Christ. Learn about the power of the cross. Learn about um, reading the Gospels of the infancy, for instance. Educate yourself. And then, obviously, on the second day of Christmas, take the second month of 2022 and learn about the two turtle doves. You know, to learn about the two turtle doves, meaning Jesus and his divine nature and human nature, it's going to take you like 400 years. But also to learn about it as the Old Testament, one turtle dove, and the New Testament as the other turtle dove, and right? They, yes, and they also uh, represent, in a way, the uh, two lungs in a body of a healthy person that sustain life in the same way uh, that basically the study of the sacred scriptures. So to be Christian, we cannot be... And the new. So to be Christian, basically, we cannot be Christians on our own. We have to be Christians with our neighbors, with our friends. My friends, with this, uh, we come to the conclusion of uh, this first episode on this beautiful Sunday. May God bless us all. And I wish you all a wonderful and happy and blessed new year again. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.